Hey! What's happening, Raymond? Nice. Nice, nice. How are we doing on this fine Friday with beautiful weather? Pretty good. I got my truck back after getting in an accident back in February. It took me three months, but... When you hit that old lady? Yep. Ah, I know the feeling. It's a story for another pod. Did you ever tell this story on the podcast? I did not. I yeah, think, we'll tell it at some point. We'll tell it another time. <laughs> I, I still might be in trouble with the law, so I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Kevin may or may not be on the wanted poster in the Portsmouth <laughs> Newington <laughs> Police Department from an incident. Good times. May or may not. Uh, let's jump into the show with a quick Fat Fucks segment. Because I'm fat, fat, I'm fat. Come on. A couple of soda things I wanted to bring up. Uh, Sprite is celebrating their 50 years of hip-hop with a Sprite Lemonade Legacy flavor of some sort, kind. I don't know what it is. Uh, coming out this summer. I guess it's strawberry, uh, lemon, lime, strawberry, and lemonade. Um, so yeah, that sounds kind of delightful. Yeah, come out this summer. Um, celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, of course. 50th anniversary of that. It's all over the BT, and I think it was the Grammys had a special on that, too. A little uh, thing that they did. So, um, the other soda, Mountain Dew, is coming out with a summer freeze. It is a um, if you ever had the bomb pops, the frozen bomb pops in the summertime, the red, white, and blue uh, bomb pops. It's flavored like that, I believe. Are you um, going to be able to sample this? Yeah, I sampled the Pepsi. Oh yeah. Well, you don't usually do caffeine. That's why I was wondering. Yeah, I don't. I don't drink caffeine, but I'll, I'll take sips of this for sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, sometimes this summer we'll we will sample if I can find them. Still on the lookout for those flip whips. Those those, those are the white buffalo that I'm looking for right now. The very rare, hard to find out of this area, probably southern thing. Those uh, whip whip cream cans. Oh, I never even looked. At, I never even made it to Walmart when I was in Florida. From, from what I hear, they they sold out pretty quickly. They can't keep them on the shelf. Um, I don't know if the supply is just not. Not a, yeah, it's, I mean, if you have like a pack of crackers, a little thing of like squeeze ranch cheese, I mean, or if you have that? if you have wings, instead of taking a jar out and a spoon, all you do is just take that thing, have it yep. in one hand, have a wing. I feel like it would work better for uh, work better for dips. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah, like to top a dip or something. It's funny you said that because they they had a, a poll or a, a Instagram post on there saying what other dips would you want us to do um, later on, and I think a lot of people kept saying onion dip. Uh, for, for chips, onion dip. Oh yeah, and, and I post great. I posted on there a buffalo ranch or a buffalo blue cheese would be good. Um, but yeah, um, those are the quick things I had to talk about for that. But we we did watch a lot of things this week. Um, did we? Well, kind of. We we you we were watched gonna, more things than I did. Yeah, and because we I'd gonna, seen those things. Yes, and we were going to um, do Lord of the Rings this week, but Chris can't come on again. So hopefully next week. When we review Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, we'll all be on, and we can review. Uh, we can do a full f- finale to Lord of the Rings: uh, Return of the King, but we'll see. Uh, it may take some time. Uh, Kevin is back in work now, so we weren't even sure if we we're going to be on today until the last minute because he thought he may get called in, but he didn't. So 
Yeah. Um, it's that time of year. Play it by ear. But we'll put a podcast out, even if it's very minimal. But yes, we have a full show today, so let's get into it. What we watched. Finally, a great episode of Ted Lasso. One that can live up to the last two, the first two seasons for sure. There were some really great, funny moments. But yeah, it's. Oh. Great episode. Uh, they good. decided they decided all the coaches to switch everyone's position um, in the group in the in the football field. So everyone switched places, including Beard with the Water Boy, which was one of the funniest things I ever saw on this <laughs> yeah. show. With the Water Boy, all of a sudden becomes Beard. He, he has this episode is, art. is everything that we loved about the first two seasons yes. in one episode. Yes. Um, it was it was great. It was the most Ted Lasso episode we've probably had yet. And with Beard in this episode, he is motivational in the very beginning, mm. talking, trying to talk him into doing this uh, this uh, plan that Ted had came up with in the last episode when he thought he was high off of whatever, but he really wasn't. But it was already a plan that had been had it had it happened before. But the greatest part of this episode was the red strings part. Of oh this my episode. god! <laughs> when. When everyone was tied, reminds me a lot of, um, what movie was it? Old School, right? Where everybody was tied to their, uh, things. But they're oh, all yeah. tied, they're all tied together from their lower regions. And they had to not run, because if they ran and they stopped real quick, um, they would get pulled. And that's exactly what happened to Jamie Tart. And, uh, <laughs> it was the most cringeworthy, greatest scene. And the best part of that was when you look at Roy's face, he was the happiest he's ever looked at this show with a smile blazed yep. across his face. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. This show is amazing. And that, that scene's awesome. I love the, I love the scene with Sam. This is all about his restaurant and it gets burgl, uh, burglar, burg, burglarized. Um, and, uh, his dad comes to visit. He's, he's from a foreign country. I can't remember what country it was from. Where, where he's from, but his somewhere dad, in Africa. Somewhere isn't in his Africa. dad like a king or some shit like that too. Yeah, like something his dad's like that. Like royalty or rich or something. But um, he started this restaurant in in it's from in, Zamunda. Yeah, something something like that. But his dad's his, his Sam started this restaurant in 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 Britain, and he's he's trying to run it, and he put some political views out on Instagram, and somebody came in overnight and vandalized it. And of course, at the end, I kind of figured it. The whole entire team came in and fixed the restaurant. Old old montage of oh, let's fix the restaurant so we can tell these haters that they nothing can take us, bring us down, so and so, blah blah blah. Um, but I love the guy who plays his dad. I think he's great. Um, a lot of people like him too. Um, overall, great episode. It's if you if you liked uh, the first and second season. Hopefully you're into this now. This is and the episode we've this. been waiting for. This is what we've been waiting for since it's it great. started. Since, well, so, since this season started. Yeah, for sure. Um, episode seven. So we have three more left. Uh, looks like we're going to get some twists and turns coming up with uh, Keely and her girlfriend Jack. Uh, something going on next yep. episode in the preview. So yeah, we'll have to what, wait and five see. Five left? Did you say? No, three. Uh, I think there's ten episodes. There no, it's twelve more. episodes. Is there twelve? I looked okay. on IMDb. Yeah, I looked awesome. up on IMDb. So five. Yes, yeah, so there's five. That's awesome. So, yeah, looking forward to that. 
And I watched the movie last Saturday. Kevin kind of a movie kind of that I saw way it. too young, like usual. Um, but it's so good, so goddamn good. I've seen a lot of Quentin movies, Quentin Tarantino. I don't know your full standing. I know you like a lot of them, and I know you have mixed feelings on a lot of them too. Um, He's very me, hit or miss for me. Um, for me, yeah. my my favorite movie from him is Django Unchained. It's an amazing movie, amazing performances. For it's, me, it's Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, I know you got me into Reservoir Dogs, and you got and I didn't even think you got me into. You it, got me into Pulp Fiction. I never saw Pulp Fiction until you told me to watch it. Till we yeah. had a shared Voodoo account. And, and of course, Inglorious Bastards, because just the the, perfor- the yep. performances he brings out of people with his writing is just amazing. Christoph Waltz in that movie, and of course, he became Brad a legend Pitt. after that. And Brad Pitt, and, uh, and yeah, my boy Eli Roth, the Bear Eli Jew. Roth, yep, the Bear Jew, uh, who he wanted to be, <laughs> who he wanted to be Adam Sandler, and I think he turned it down. I think it yeah, would have been the, amazing. Uh, the only issue with that film is all of reading. Yeah, a lot of lot of reading. <laughs> A lot of dialogue. It's awesome. But it's awesome. And like I mentioned, I love Quentin. So the very first movie he wrote, or he sold, I should say, he wrote, was True Romance. came out in 1992. He sold it to fund for his first motion picture, Reservoir Dogs. He sold this movie to be directed by Tony Scott, who directed what? He directed um, uh, Lethal Weapon, right? And he he directed uh, something else, too. No, uh, Lethal Weapon was Donner. Yeah, Donner. What, he directed something. I can't remember. I should have wrote it down. But he directed a whole bunch Scott. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, look that up. He's I'll talk a very about famous the cast. director. <laughs> but I'll, talk about, I'll talk about the cast while you look it up. But the cast is ridiculous. That's why I'm talking about it. Um, most of these people in this cast have gone on to legendary status after this movie. But you don't see... like Christian Slater is the main star. He hasn't been in too much. He's been in a lot of TV, a lot of stuff like that. But Christian Slater is a star. Patricia Arquette... She's been in a lot of stuff too, but this is where the store. This is where the cast gets crazy. You get Gary Oldman. After this, got went nuts in the nineties, two thousands, and everything that he's been in. You know, Gary Oldman. He was in Dark Knight. Yep. Trilogy. Okay. So okay. real quick, I want to I want to yeah, run off ahead. a few movies he's directed. Uh, he did Beverly Hills Cop two. That's yeah. He also did. Here's probably what we were thinking of because he did a classic from the eighties, Top Gun. Yes. Okay. That's what it was. Yep. Uh, Days of Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last Boy Scout, True Romance, obviously Crimson Tide. He did, he was huge in the nineties. He's still directing though, so uh, good for him. Nice. But yeah, Gary Oldman, uh, Michael Rappaport. You'll see you see him on TV a lot nowadays. Back in the nineties, he's in a lot of movies. This is a good. This is one that everybody when you talk about Michael Rappaport, this is what you think of. Yep, he was awesome on uh, Boston Public, the school about Boston Public School System. Yep, he was awesome in that. Um. Brad Pitt had been one of his very first roles, nineteen ninety two. I mean, maybe, um, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah. I can't think of anything else. This was his this. first big movie. Okay, because this was around the time he almost got his ass kicked by Mike Tyson. Right, right. Um, Bronson Pinchot, right out of uh, Perfect Strangers, Balky. Um, Dennis Hopper played played uh, Christian Slater's father. A lot of stuff in the early days. Um, mm. Before this, he was in. He was in. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. He played Bowser, but right yeah, around played, the same time, he was also in a movie I watched this week, Speed. Okay, we'll, we'll get into that too. Um, Samuel L. Jackson in one of his first roles as well. Very quick scene with him. James Gandolfini, great in this fucking movie, um, and of course you know him from Sopranos. About six, seven years later, um, the other shining star of this movie is Christopher Walken, and the whole entire scene in the trailer when he's interrogating 
when he's interrogating Dennis Hopper's character, and they talk about Sicilian uh, Sicilians and and uh, having black in their blood, and yeah, it's it's a crazy scene and a quick cameo that you don't see because it's fuzzy, but Val, Val Kilmer plays Elvis. Um, but the movie is like Romeo and Juliet, Bonnie and Clyde, Jason. It's kind of like those uh, romantic, uh, romantic, uh, um, star-crossed lovers. Um, I, I did read, I did read that they wanted to. I can't remember if it was Quentin, Quentin, Quentin's original. Yeah, it was his original draft of the screenplay, where Christian Slater's character was supposed to die at the end. Um, but Tony Scott said that wouldn't make for a good movie, so he changed it. Um, but yeah, great movie. I, it, I've been wanting to watch this movie for a while. For some reason, I just decided to turn it on last Saturday. It was great. It's a great movie. Um, yeah, that's, that was such a random thing when you texted me that you were watching it. Yeah. Because like, we never even like talked about it. Usually, no. a movie like this would come because I'd like mention it, and you'd be like, oh, I haven't seen that, so then you would check it out. You know what it is? You know my catalog. You have the same thing. We have a catalog yeah. that just grows and grows and grows, and you just start start scrolling, and there's no there's no method to it. You just scroll. You and have find four thousand movies. You got down to T. Yeah, I, I, I have to just <laughs> randomly. Christ. I just have to randomly <laughs> scroll. So I found it. So that'd be good to watch. So I watched it, and it was awesome. I, I loved it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's I, a spec- little bit of speculation at the end. You don't see what, what yes. happens to Christopher Walken's character. Um. I wonder if that could have set up a sequel later on that maybe Quentin wanted to do. I don't know. Because he doesn't die on screen or off screen. Um, and he's a big mobster. Um, I don't know. The other movie I want to see with him is New Jack City. I don't know if you've seen that before. Um, New Jack City? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, of course. Um, here's what... Frank I'm White, glad right? you brought up that speculation. Um, because I was kind of hoping before it was announced that Tarantino's last movie would be the film critic. Would actually be him directing the sequel to True Romance. Okay. Would have been like a full circle type story. Um, but he's doing the film critic instead. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say that. I think it would have been really cool if that was his actual last movie since he didn't get to direct the first one. I kind of did a quick research like on Google to see if anybody else had talked about it. No one has really ever talked about a sequel. I mean, there's been too much buzz yeah. about it. But I was thinking while watching it, especially towards the end, is that whatever happened to his character in the movie? He was so menacing. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no real. Everybody else dies except for him. He gets gets away scot free and just a, just a mobster somewhere in New Jersey. So, um, so yeah, great. And the other movie that I watched last weekend, which wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, was Ghosted on Apple TV. Chris Evans and Anna De Armas star in it. Um, written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, writers of Zombieland One and Two, Deadpool One, Two, and Three. Um, also producers of the Joe Schmo Show, which is one of my favorite reality shows of all time, if not the best, because it just takes the reality show formula and throws it on its head and makes fun of it, kind of in a parody-like way. Um, but this movie was great. Um, there's a quick bounty hunter scene that people talk about. It's like a montage where bounty hunters are catching, trying to catch Chris Evans and Anna DeArmas. Um and there's a lot of MCU Captain America cameos. I don't want to get into it in case you... Did you watch this movie? No. I started it and I couldn't get into it. And I yeah, it's a, it starts off... Which is weird thing. for me because I love Anna. I mean, I sat through fucking three hours of Blonde. Can I, can I, tell, you, can I tell you something? I think you, should sit, I, I think you should sit through and watch it. Because it does get good when she starts her action part of the movie, which is about half hour in... It's worth watching. I think she's good. because we, Like we mentioned when we watched Bond, we mentioned it on the podcast every once in a while. 
just that quick scene that she had in Bond is amazing, and we wish that she would have been the next James Bond or the next 007 or something. Um, but now she's the new John Wick. Now she's the new John Wick, which we're kind of getting what we wanted. But um, And there's also an epic ending cameo. I don't want to give any of those away to you because you haven't seen it yet, but there's, an, there's a great ending cameo. You have Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick writing it and producing it. Who do you think is going to be? I don't want to give it away, but you can kind of figure it out. Uh, um, um, also, if you're interested, last week they interviewed the director on Real Blend. Okay, cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, great movie. Watch that. It's on cool. Apple TV+. Plus. So, big movie review for this week. Before uh, we do that, I'm going to get into what I watched. Yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, just, it's just going to be real quick. Yep. Um, I watched Speed. Yep, movie speed. from like 1996. Guess what? I don't really need to tell you much about it. Just uh, Guess what? see it. Guess what? what? I've never seen what? Speed. I've never You've seen, never it. seen <laughs> Speed. Nope. No kidding. Add to your list. It's fucking 90s goodness through and through. Uh, Keanu Reeves is awful as always. <laughs> Sandra Bullock is gorgeous as always. Uh, so many people in it that you've seen in other movies. Um, Dennis Hopper, obviously, is the bad guy. Mm. Uh, yeah, love that movie. Nice. Gotta keep the bus above 55 miles per hour. Sequel, for some reason, instead of a bus, they chose a yacht. No idea why that didn't make any money. Hmm. But, yeah, it's it's a good movie. Definitely check it out. Um, also, I'm kept catching up on Succession. Uh, it's very good. I'm almost at the end of season three now. Oh, wow. um, it's excellent. It's very good. Um, and just an FYI, for when you want to do the, the, the watch that we have to do. We'll probably do it in the fall. Um, but Better Call Saul is on Netflix now, the entire thing. Oh, um, All six seasons are on that. Um, so for the future, we'll probably end up doing that sometime in the fall when I have time to watch ten episodes of a show I've seen. Excellent. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we have a catalog of stuff that we want to review on here. Um, and we're getting into the MCU stuff. We already reviewed our first legacy MCU movie last week, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. So it's only fitting... A week out of a week away from Volume Three that we do, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Another great epic soundtrack put together by James Gunn, the director and writer of this movie as well. And of course, the big new addition to this cast is Kurt Russell as Ego, the Living Planet, and. He plays Peter Quill's father. Spoiled in the trailers. Um, it was a big question coming out of Volume 1. is Why is Peter so powerful? Why could he hold the Power Stone and not be killed? It's because he had a celestial... Which you find out as a retcon. Ego is a celestial planet. Um, and... Ego replaces Quill's original comic father. Jason. Um... Um, James Gunn hated that character, didn't want him in the movie, so he changed it to, into Ego. Um, Kurt Russell hadn't been in a lot of stuff up until him, I think it's since probably the 80s, maybe early 90s. Captain Ron, I think, the last thing he was in. But oh, he was, I think he was in uh, he was in one of those Quentin Tarantino, like Death Proof or... Uh, fuck, I can't remember the uh, Grindhouse movies. I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of those. Um, I saw those movies so long ago. Yep. Yeah, it was 2000s, but... Um, but Ego replaced uh, his comic book father, Jason, um, which was allowed to be used in the film. Uh, 20th Century Fox at the time, when they were separated from Marvel, um, reached a deal with Marvel to return the film rights to Ego to Marvel, 
um, in exchange for the power set of Teenage uh, Nagasonic, Nagasonic Teenage Warhead in their upcoming Deadpool movie, which ended up happening. Um, so, so there was an even trade for that. They did that a lot in the uh, beginning of the MCU. Um, I can't. There's something else big that happened too. I think it had to do with the Hulk. But um, the other additions to the cast, you had Mantis, Palm Clematif. Um, she is a big part of this movie, and later on, had her important powers of being an empath, where she can touch someone and change their feelings, feel their feelings, feel their emotions. Um, that comes to play huge in the Infinity Saga, and we'll get into that when we review eventually Endgame and Infinity War. But um, and you see Kraglin, who was in the first one. He's one of the Ravagers. He has an expanded story in this. Um, Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. James Gunn's uh, brother. Um, and you see new Ravagers. Probably Jimmy Olsen in Superman. That would be interesting. That would be very <laughs> It would be terrible. That's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I know, but that would be interesting. <laughs> um, but you, you see a bunch of new Ravagers, including Taserface, who James Gunn hated, but he put in here for comedy relief, which I thought was great. Um, I thought that scene was awesome with Taserface it is great, and uh, yep. Rocket. Yeah. Um, and Cheddar Bob from uh, Eight Miles in this is a one of the Ravagers as well. Steve Agee, yep. who is in Peacemaker, he's one of the Ravagers. Um, and you also see a lot of the OG original Guardians of the Galaxy Ravagers. There's a sequence at the end of the movie um, where there's a funeral. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But um, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Michael Rosebaum, who was Lex Luthor in Smallville. Michelle Yeoh, who we just recently saw in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Ving Rhames, speaking of... Uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, Miley Cyrus did a little cameo. All the original Guardians of the Galaxy were represented in this little sequence at the end. Uh, I know they're playing a part in the in the new movie as well next week, so we'll talk about that when we see it. Um, but the second antagonist, uh, antagonist, antagonist of this movie are the Sovereign. They're gold-skinned. Um, their leader is named Aisha. Um, story is a lot weaker than what Ronan's story was. They're kind of a... Uh, superficial race that are about beauty and 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 um wealth i guess you could say um like i said not the story is weaker than what happened with ronan in the first movie i think that's why people the critics didn't like this as much um kind of kind of a little confusing too they, they weren't really a huge part of the movie they were they just kind of showed up at the end in the battle um out of nowhere when Ego was fighting with everyone. Spoiler, Ego ends up being a villain. Um, this movie is Peter's origin story and how he was raised as a Ravager by Yondu. His epic epic story in this movie towards the end. Um, there's an epic uh, ship escape with his uh, new fin and arrow with the song I just played, uh, Come a Little Bit Closer. That's, that scene's probably one of the best MCU scenes if you were to talk top 10 scenes. Um... And you see the heart side, the heartful side of uh, his character this time around, especially towards the end of the sacrifice that he makes uh, and, and, and to uh, to to his son. He kind of takes Peter Quill in as a adopted son, saying that he's his father. Kind of kind of deal, you know. Um, and Ego's arc. Um, the celestial retcon in, in the in the comics, he wasn't a celestial; he was just a planet, a living planet. Um, and he also he also slowly reveals his true motives, um, pretty much wanting to take over the whole entire universe. Um, and he spreads his seed throughout the universe, including Earth, where he fought where the fathers Peter Quill and um, 
he didn't want to live in a he didn't want to live on earth without her so he ends up giving cancer to peter's mother spoiler alert and she dies peter goes crazy kind and unhinged kind of little foreshadowing of what happens in infinity war when he does the same thing to thanos when he finds out about gamora um this is a key to the arc of his character he's very unhinged um especially when ego destroys his walkman he goes nuts too um in the end peter finds his true family the guardians and of course yondu with the sacrifice he ends up dying um there's a great scene in at the end where um Yondu is kind of an outcast because he was getting these children for that that Ego had fathered across the galaxy. Yondu was getting these children, bringing them to to uh, Ego, and Ego would try to see if they were powerful enough to to make his seed grow throughout the universe. And nobody has been as powerful enough until he met Peter Quill, of course, Star Star Lord, and at one point in the movie they go into a cave, Gamora, Nebula, and and Drax and they see a whole entire cave full of skulls and bones of all the kids all the children that he fathered throughout the ga- throughout the galaxy that he destroyed um, but yeah you, you see the true colors of Ego and at the end they destroy him of course and Yondu perishes and there's a scene at the very end of the movie where Yondu has kind of like a state funeral with all the other Ravagers looking on in spaceships as his uh as he's going out into space, it's amazing, amazing scene. Mary amazing. Poppins, Mary Poppins, y'all, yeah, it's awesome. Um, I uh, I really hope he gets cast in. Uh, I love Michael Rooker. Anything he's in, I do. He's awesome. I wonder if um, I don't know. I was trying to think of anything in. Could he be Jor El or could he be uh, what's his name? The his boss at the the newspaper there, hmm. uh, Perry White. He'd be a great Lex Luthor. He'd be an amazing yeah. Lex Luthor. Or Lex. Oh yeah, Lex Luthor would be perfect perfect yeah you're right you just nailed it yep um and of course this is one of one of the greatest uh, stanley cameos um he's on yes. the moon it's also the debut of the watchers it's my second favorite debut of the watchers yep. and the reason why it's so great is because it's almost like he's on an honorary watcher where it explains why um he travels in the universe is showing up in previous mcu cameos he mentions being a fedex man in one of the movies i think it was um civil war so he's, he's talking about how he's been traveling the galaxy doing these little cameos in all the MCU movies that you've seen him in the past and in future, of course. So it's, it's, it's a, it was a kind of a great, cool, neat Easter egg. Um, great movie. Not as good as the first one. The first one is so good. So so fantastic. This is doesn't hit the mark as, as far as that does. The uh, story's a little bit weaker with the villains, except for Ego. Ego is great. I think, I think um, Kurt Russell is a great casting for this. Um... So if I were to give it a score, I gave Guardians of the Galaxy a five. I would give this a four easily. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I gave one a four and a half. I'll give two a four. Okay. Um, going into it because like I was saying to you off the pod, um, I wasn't a huge fan of it when we left the theater, and then I think I've only seen it once since then uh, when I got it. And um, I just watched you give me the four K uh, Blu-ray of it. Yeah. And uh, it must look spectacular. I, loved, I liked it a lot. It looked it looked really good yeah. um yeah i definitely a four um i going into it i thought i was going to be giving it a three and a half just based on what i remembered about it but uh i did really like it this movie does have uh, more heart than i remembered a lot of heart. and uh all the new additions were really good i just hope it's not overloaded in part three with even more new additions yeah but we'll find out hopefully thursday 
Yep, Yondu's story is great, and I can't wait for next week. Volume 3. I cannot wait. I can't wait to see. Because I've been listening to that soundtrack a lot. I want to see where it plays out and how that uh, fits into the movie. It's not time oh. to make a when this song plays at the end of Volume 2 <laughs> and with Yondu, it's amazing. The whole entire movie, uh, great. Agreed. So, so, let's get into news. And this week we are jam-packed with trailers with the trailer roundup. Three for extra measure. Um, first trailer that came out at the beginning of the week. The Equalizer 3. I haven't seen the second one. I saw the first one. It was amazing. Um, I'm the same. I, I, do, I do want to watch these movies. Uh, it comes out in September. Um, does look good. Denzel Washington. He's in his 60s now. Late 60s, I believe. Yeah. Um, yep. And he's still, he's still a powerhouse in Hollywood. So... Um, Platonic. What was Platonic about? I put some of these. I put in so long ago. I don't even remember what it was about. <laughs> uh, platonic. Platonic. I can't remember. Um, platonic. Oh, that's the uh, that's the TV show with Seth Rogen and uh, and uh, what's her name? It's uh, gonna be on Apple TV in May. That's what it was. It does look funny. Uh, it's of course Seth Rogen. It's gonna be some humor to it. Um, next goal wins. Uh, Taika Waititi's next movie, um, <clears throat> Michael Rose, uh, Michael Fassbender in this about a soccer club. Uh, kind of remind, there's a lot of soccer shows and stuff going on right now mm. with uh, Ted Lasso with all the hype about that, and uh, also a Welcome to Wrexham with um, with Michael with a uh, with a uh, McElhenney and uh, and uh, Ryan Reynolds. There's a lot of hype with that as well because I think they I think they took a team. Have you watched that show? Have you heard about that? Michael I haven't uh, watched it yet, but um, yeah, they uh, ended up with the storybook ending is uh, yep. the team, because the way soccer is, if you win whatever, you can move up into a different division yeah. or whatever, like a better division. And yeah, Ted Lasso They're basically that. like, yeah. Um, so yeah, they moved up um, in, on the last game of the year, um, which is really cool. And yeah. before, I mean, they're like they're a shit team. They're like a fucking single A baseball team versus the Yankees. Yep. Um, if they're to play a real team, but yeah, they uh, they've done good, and all their players are being paid like twice as much as anyone else in that league. Wow. <laughs> once uh, once those two took over the team. Yep. Yeah, they have a whole entire uh, series. It's it's on Hulu, I think. Or it's Netflix. on Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. Yep. Okay. Um, Speaking of which, I forgot series. to mention. I forgot hey, to go mention. Ahead. I got into Dave. Oh, I haven't and watched. Boy, I haven't watched oh, it. Oh boy. It is incredible. That's what I gotta. That's what I gotta. It is way better than season two at this point. It is the first three episodes are all classics. They're all bangers for the show. Okay, um, I'll yeah, get into it. It's, I, I it's gotta awesome. Get into I mean, they're it. only they're only like a half an hour episodes, yeah, and uh, I, I, gotta I have to watch it. the last one now. So. Um, another trailer came out a couple days ago, maybe last night. Haunting in Venice, um, sequel to. Um, um, Fuck, Murder on the Orient Express, Agatha Christie movies. Oh yes, um, uh, the one, the one in, uh, the one in uh, with uh, Gal Gadot. I can't remember the name of it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but it's a sequel to all of those, continuing the story of the of the detective, played by Kenneth Branagh. Um, I do want to see this. It looks good. It's about a haunt. It's about some, some some sort of a haunting in Venice. So ghosts, fake ghosts. It's it's, a detective. It's a detective. Story. Yep. Yeah. Uh, set in the olden days. So I'd like to watch it. Interesting. 
another big movie trailer comes out. Uh, movie comes out in the end of May. Little Mermaid. Um, you see a little bit more of the movie. I'm excited for this movie. I, I love the Little Mermaid. It's the first movie I saw in the movie theater. Um, so I'm excited to see what they do live action. I, I did. The, I did like the way the Beauty and the Beast movie came out. Yep. Um, and if they do the music the same way, where they do the whole entire soundtrack and don't fuck it up, I think yep. it could be done well. Um, um, also my, favorite, out- my first movie was uh, also a Disney movie, but it was when they were ramping up to re- basically do a different type of Disney movie. Where it started with The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Lion King, like when they were gearing up to do a bunch more animated stuff as they re-release a lot of stuff in theaters. Yep. So I think my first movie was Bambi, okay, um, yep. which was like the year before Little Mermaid came out, it got re-released in theaters. I remember having that on VHS, Bambi. That was yep. huge, huge back in 89, 88, something like mm-hmm. that. Um, another movie looks at, you know, promising because they've been coming out with a lot of great musical animated. It's not Pixar. I think it's Disney animated, but it's 3D animation now. It's not the it's not the color pencil, uh, color marker version of animation anymore. But Wish um, looks good. It's a musical. Um, I know Encanto was great last year. Frozen, the first Frozen was good. So I'm looking forward to this. Um, the trailer came out yesterday for Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Uh, one of the final trailers comes out June 9th. Um, I think uh, I think this movie is probably going to be crap. But, because I haven't even caught up on any of them since the third one, I think. When Shia LaBeouf left. Um, I know Bumblebee is said to be a good movie. Bumblebee is good, and I oh, hate yeah. the Transformers franchise. I fucking despise that franchise with a passion. The first one's not bad, but the problem, like even in the trailer, there's so much shit going on on the screen. And the second get... one has the uh, the racist robots. That wasn't good. Yep, but so much so much shit going on on screen, you get confused on who is who. Um, it's just a yeah. whole bunch of metal flying around, and you don't know what the fuck's going yep. on. Um, very confusing movies, um, but I'll probably watch it eventually down the road. I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, trailer came out today. I have no. I never played these games, but okay. it looks interesting. Uh, I'll take it from here. Go ahead. Twisted Metal is one of the greatest fucking games of all time. Okay. And for I have no idea why, but for like the last ten years, I've been saying with the way that everyone plays online today, it'd be the absolute perfect game to just release like an online, maybe an online only to make it cheaper. I don't know, um, but it's great. I mean, it's just different cars driving around shooting each other. Yeah. Um, and Sweet Tooth is like the popular one they show at the end of the trailer. You know who plays Sweet Tooth in the show? Yeah, Small Joe. Small Joe is the and body, Will Ar- and Will, Will Arnett. Will, Will Arnett is probably the voice. I saw that. I'm guessing he's the voice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very hesitant because I don't think this is going to be a very good show. Right. Um, but I used to love the game, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I never had a PlayStation. Um, I think that's the only thing it was on. Right? I played this at a uh, friend's house. Okay, yeah, uh, Nicola Liberty had it, so okay. I played it at his house. Yeah, it makes sense. I never, I never had a PlayStation, so I never played it. Yeah, they're good. But trailer looks good. Um, it's going to be on Peacock series, uh, Twisted Metal. Um, Buddy Games. You ever watched the first one? Buddy Games. No. Um, it's a funny movie. If you just take your mind out of it, smoke a little. Is watch that it. about Bud the dog? Nope. It's about a bu- it's about a bunch of friends that do kind of a. A, uh, a games. It's like a yearly games that they come out with, uh, uh, just to kind of play play a game. I don't remember okay. what they win, but uh, there's a bunch of actors in this movie that you like, and I guarantee it. 
One of them is Sean from from uh, from Psych. Um, oh, really? nice. One of them is Drama from Entourage. One of them nice. is the guy from the weird guy from uh, Steve oh. Buscemi. No, Veep. He's in Veep, <laughs> but he's he's also in uh, Eastbound and Down. There's a whole bunch of weird. There's oh, a whole bunch of no, 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 not Stevie. Uh, one of the other guys, but but it, it's a, it's, a, it's a show. No, it's a show. There's no no real big huge actors. The only one was Dax Shepard. He's not in this one, um, but it's great. They're coming out with a sequel, Spring Awakening. I think it comes out in June, coming to streaming or May. Um, looks interesting. Um, the trailer for the Hunger Games, the, so- the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, set 63 years before the first Hunger Games movie. Origin of uh, the Snow character, who was the president in those movies. Um, this looks promising. I actually like the Hunger Games. The second, the, 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 towards the end, they got bad, but the first, first one or two are pretty damn good. Um, and even the books are good. I did read those books. The first couple of books are amazing too. Um, but the big trailer this week, they had the uh, the reason why there were so many trailers this week is because they had CinemaCon. Did a whole entire con, uh, con happen from Monday to yesterday? And the very first day they released the last trailer to The Flash, which we'll talk about the screening in a minute, but the trailer looks amazing. Um, a lot of cool scenes, a lot of a lot of cool pictures of a lot in the trail of the in the poster of Supergirl, Batman. It looks like a wrecked Batwing and the Flash, mm-hmm. Ezra Miller's Flash. Um, spoilers are all over the internet right now. There's a post I put I oh, yeah. sent to Kevin with a full spoiler breakdown, which should be illegal when the movie isn't even in public domain yet. Um, but they did screen the movie and everybody is pretty much it's lamenting pretty what's, what's said, what was said in the past is one of the best comic book movies ever created. So we'll have to wait and see. We only have about a month and a half left to watch it June 14th. Yes. So I can, I cannot wait. Um, and another trailer came out this week for Spider-Man across the spider Verse. Um, this movie looks amazing too. I I I don't know. This comes out June second, so even a couple weeks before that, I I can't wait. I don't know where this movie is gonna go. I know this is a part one of a of a part two series. Um, second movie comes out next year, I believe. Um, yep. And this. Part. Yeah, and this looks good. I, I cannot wait for this. Um, Same. And it's probably one of my most anticipated movies, besides Guardians next week, one of my most anticipated movies of the year. So um, so let's get into the news. Uh, Super Mario Brothers won the box office again last week. Uh, Has it crossed a billion yet? Uh, it's close. We're going to get to that in a minute. Um, okay. Weekend box office results. Uh, it was for the third week, $58.2 million. Evil Dead Rise did 24.5, which is pretty good. I, want, I really want to see that. Yeah, for an R-rated horror yeah. movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, so yeah, it it has. This is a couple of days ago, but eight hundred seventy-one million dollars global box office. Um, so it's getting closer, and closer to that one billion dollar mark. Um, probably in the next couple of weeks, it's getting big. But sad news: if you were a kid in the nineties, reality show. I mean, we used to watch Prices Right. Prices Right when we were home from school. Sick. You used to watch a whole bunch of shit on TV. But the one thing that was always on in the afternoon was Jerry Springer. Yes. How do I say goodbye? Passed away with cancer at the age of 79. 
Of course, That's known for, of course, known for having a lot of raunchy stuff on his show. Um, he's also known for being a mayor of Cincinnati, paying a hooker with a check, getting fired from said mayor job, and becoming this TV TV host kind of person, getting his own talk show, and turning it into. Well, in the in the in the in the beginning, it the same, the thing the same with Maury Povich. In the beginning, it wasn't. And then the ratings came in when all these weird people would come on, so they would start to lean towards it. And when the lean, and then when the when they wouldn't come on anymore, they'd have to kind of script it or get kind of nudge people. Hey, uh, you fuck your sister, right? Or hey, you uh, you know um, how to fuck her. You know? Did you ever see the episode with New Jack on it? I have seen the one with New Jack, <laughs> and I also saw the one this week where where Scott Hall as Razor Ramon comes in. Yep. You know, playing that clip on the wrestling on the wrestling Twitter, and yep. yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, he he was. If you were around in the '90s, he also had a, a movie that came out, Ringmaster. If you're around in the '90s, uh, raunchy. Um, he had he had a, he had a v, VHS thing, kind of like uh, Girls Gone Wild, but with him it was uncensored Jerry Springer stuff with all the guests that would take their clothes off and stuff on the show, and all the swear because it was a syndicated show, so it was all censored. But the but the uh, VHSs that came out in the '90s were uncensored, so you see all the nudity, you heard the language, you, you saw the raunchy stuff unedited. So I uh, did watch a couple of those before in the past. But R.I.P. to Jerry Springer, 79 years old. He had cancer. He found out about it not too long ago, um, and it just kind of went south, went yeah. downhill. I mean, at that age, what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? Um, also, R.I.P. to Shecky. Kevin Smith announced it this week after he already had kind of an emotional week. He announced that he went into went to mental health treatment in the beginning of the week, but I guess uh, his dog Shecky, who he had almost for two decades, died. Um, if you've yep. listened to Kevin Smith podcast, you heard him talking in interviews. Um, Shecky is always brought up. Shecky is always by his side. He's a little dog. On, he even brought him on to st- on stage to uh, one of yep. his comedy shows. He did. Um, yep. So. But yeah, he uh, yeah, he posted he posted that. Plus, Kevin Smith's Shecky mom is in the hospital, I think. Yeah, Kevin Smith's mom is currently in the hospital now. He, she's in and out of the hospital quite a bit. So. Yeah, I mean, she is um, eighty something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you if you've listened to the podcast, you heard about Shecky. Um, like we mentioned, first reactions uh, for the Flash: a winning mix of humor, heart, nostalgia, and great performances. I hear there's a lot of cameos. Um, people are saying it's Back to the Future meets No Way Home, which is pretty much right up our alley and it's like yep. hitting me right in the field so i cannot wait for this movie looking forward to it um it's also rumored to include one particular cameo that you would never expect and the speculation at this in this article was that it's nicholas cage's superman i haven't heard anything i'm trying to stay as far away from the spoilers as possible i'm glad i lost that link of the picture that i sent you for all the spoiler um listed I don't want yep. to get into that. I, I want to stay far away. I heard there's there's so many cameos. You're going to have to watch it twice to catch everything. That's what I hear, too. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Um, also announced at CinemaCon, Beetlejuice 2 is officially in development at the B, at the WB with Michael Good. Keaton coming in to reprise his role as Beetlejuice. Uh, I think they're trying to get Jenna, Jenna Ortega to come in and play the mother of uh, Wyona's, uh, Wyona, uh, yeah, whatever her name is, her, uh, her daughter. So... Um, Hugh Grant's also playing an Oompa Loompa in the Wonka, the Wonka movie, the prequel, starring Timothy Chalamet. I wonder 
if he'll play every Oompa Loompa, or if there's only one at this point since it's a prequel. Because oh, be. remember the Johnny Depp one, it was one person playing every Oompa Loompa. This is, this is a prequel to the Gene Wilder one, if I remember correctly. Well, the prequel, though, technically is, I mean, they're both technically based off the same material. But it's a right. prequel to, yes. Um, yeah, it's I think a it's prequel a... To really I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a musical from what I heard. And, oh, really? Nice. Yes. And, and I remember in the very first Willy Wonka movie, he talks about finding them in a, in a faraway land. So this must this must be where he finds them, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this movie. I, I like Timothy Chalamet. I love Willy Wonka. But I like it for the performance of Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah. So I, don't know, I didn't I like don't the know. Johnny Depp one too much. I don't like that either. So, um, Yeah, we talked about Rob McElhinney and uh, Ryan Reynolds. In 2020, yep. they bought the team in Wrexham. Finished second in the first season of the uh, show, came out last year, and this year they became the national the national league champions. That's what that's what happened. So um, interesting. Um, I'm, a thought I'm, just occurred to me yeah, when yeah. you know I mentioned about the players all making more. I wonder if that's part of the fact that they're on a TV show. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, they, they have to pay. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Kurt Weir enthusiasm star com- uh, comedian Richard Lewis uh, announced he had Parkinson's disease this week. Um, he's kind of been laying low a lot. He hasn't been doing comedy, uh, stand-up in a while. He hasn't even been on Curb that much, but he ends, he's going to be he's in the in, new season. Yeah, one episode the last two seasons. And, and he's going he's gonna to be in the new season as well. He might have I mean, even not even been the last season. I don't know. Um, he, wasn't go- he wasn't going to be in the new season, but I think uh, I think Larry David put him mm. in. But um, yeah, He has Parkinson's. It's a, it's a neurological disease. It fucks with you. Um, and, you know, of course, Michael J. Fox is a big proponent of that, so... Who um, also was on Curb Your Enthusiasm? They kind of yep. made fun of it. It was awesome. One of the best episodes of Curb, if not the. Oh best. yeah, by far. Um, Sigourney Weaver says she's done playing. Uh, playing uh, what's her name in the Alien? Ripley. Ripley. Um, she put her in her time and space. Is what she said. And I think it's pretty much because they just take. They took too long to make that fifth one that they were trying to make. Um, well, yeah, they were trying to. Really liked, ret- they were really trying to do script. all that other stuff before everyone else was doing it. They were trying to retcon the sequels after two to yeah. do a proper third one and it never got off the ground because of Prometheus. Yeah. Fucking Prometheus. I yeah. would have much rather the sequel to fucking Aliens. And by the way, the uh, the uh, next Alien movie did start filming this week. Um, I don't know the name of it. I don't even know who directed it. I don't know anything about it. Is it but a Prometheus thing or is it an Alien thing? I think it's an Alien movie. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll have to do a little bit of research on that and get back to you okay. next week. But did start filming this week. Um, Nick Kroll's popular animated series Big Mouth on Netflix is ending with season eight. I don't know if you watched that. Um, nah, I-, I watched a couple of seasons. It's 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 a weird show. I like Nick Kroll a lot, though. I do too. Um, he's he's great in the league. He's he, yeah. he also he's also part of the uh, the new History of the World Part Two on, yep. on Hulu. So, um, Steven Spielberg Steven Spielberg regrets editing the guns out of E. T. He said it was a mistake. He never should have done that. Um, um, just because of the error that it came out um, and the way history happens and things change and just, opinions uh, change. do what George Lucas would and change it. And that's different, though. George Lucas did it because he has an ego and he wanted it to look a certain <laughs> way. Steven Spielberg changed it because of the way the world was. He didn't want guns to be represented. But that's just the way the world was back then. And you don't have to... You don't have to sugarcoat it. You don't have to add. What did they add? It was like a. It was like a flashlight, right? They changed it all to flashlights in, in the in the re-edit of ET. Um, uh, but he regrets that now, and he he wishes he didn't do that. He was kind of forced through uh, peer pressure. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 will release in theaters two, day er two days early on July 12th. I'm going to try to catch up on those movies before then because I think we should watch that in the theater. Yeah. Um, also, in the next few weeks, maybe before July, uh, maybe before June, I know this movie comes out in a few weeks, I want to try to catch up on... <laughs> this, is a, this is a big task. I want to try to catch up on all the Fast and Furious movies. I think I only have... You say six I have to catch up on? This is the tenth Yeah, one if you only saw out. three. Yep. Yeah, so. yeah um, you'll enjoy them. You'll have fun. So okay. it's not going to be that big of a task. Um, okay. They're all really good. Like, you've already got through the first three of the worst ones. Okay. So now you're actually going to go see the good ones. Um, I love four, five, six, and seven. Um, eight was just okay. Uh, nine... Ten looks better than nine was. Yep. Okay. Um, Vince Vaughn signed on to return to Dodgeball sequel after 20, uh, 20 years. Um, he's going to come in. No, no, uh, no other cast from that movie has been announced. Um, the big, big part would be Ben Stiller. If he comes back as the villain, he was the guy who, who ran global gym. It's so funny that this yep. news came out because I just watched and Dodgeball last week. It's so great too. Cause, uh, this is, uh, the guy that played JP from, um, grandma's boy. Yeah. He was in this way before he was in grandma's boy. And he's awesome. He was, so an he was an avatar. He was an avatar. He's a whole bunch of shit. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully they get the cast back. Yeah. Um, Walt Disney Studios announced that they're filing a lawsuit against uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida. I don't know if you've heard anything about that stuff in Florida, where no, he's trying. Really. Uh, Ron DeSantis is mad at Disney because Disney is it kind of disagreed with Ron DeSantis' thing about um, gay uh, teaching gay agenda in school. Um, Disney, of course, they have their gay day. They have they have a whole bunch of stuff. They they are very they're very pro pro they're proponents of the LGBT community. So so Ron DeSantis, who is a Republican, is yes. trying to put a whole bunch of sanctions Who's against. Going to be running for president. Yep, uh, Ron DeSantis put trying to put a whole bunch of san sanctions uh, against Disney. Um, Disney kind of runs like a secret like a government they don't have a lot of rules that a normal company would in in florida they get a lot of they get a lot of uh leeway because they are a huge company that gives the, the state a lot of money yeah um, fucking they weren't in orlando nobody would go to florida exactly <laughs> like so that 90 percent of florida flocks to orlando every day <laughs> and everything when you see ron DeSantis, he's always talking about disney in all of his speeches um, mm -hmm. He's threatening them a lot. So Disney has filed a lawsuit against them um, uh, for government retaliation. Um, so, yeah, they have a huge case against. And, and, of course, Disney is huge with lawyers. They win a lot of law lawsuits because they have good lawyers. So I, 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 this is, and this is a federal lawsuit. So this is going to go right to the Supreme Court. And this is going to be uh, probably going to hurt Ron DeSantis a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm not, sh I'm not he's sure. He's very it's... much, from what I can tell, he's very much like uh, Donald Trump was. He is, and Donald Trump hates him too. He he always used to call yeah. him on Ian, yeah, de sanctious, de sanctimonious, fraud, de sanctimonious. Yep. So yeah, um, great news. You love the bear. You got me into the bear. We reviewed it on this show. The bear comes out in June, season two, and Bob Odenkirk has joined the cast of the bear. Um, amazing news. He just came out of a better call Saul. Um, and he's going to be playing a part in the bear season two. I can't wait for that. Yep. Um, national treasure edge of history. I didn't watch it because it didn't have Nicholas cage. I love the first two movies that came out. 
um, was officially canceled at Disney Plus after only one season. That's fine. Uh, I think they should continue the National Treasure movie rather than doing this show. I think it was kind of stupid anyway. So, um, I posted a picture in the notes. Yep. The the uh, the Boy Meets World cast, the whole entire cast except for a few people, had a reunion special they filmed. Um, and they brought back a lot of the cast, and they also had all the three bullies, Harley, um, Frankie, and, um, and, uh, uh, what's his name? Joey. Joey. They had all three of them, yeah. picture I posted them together. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, uh, it's nostalgia at its best. It's, it's great. Yep. I gotta hunt down this video. Uh, I wish, uh, I wish this was a regular, like, show they would release, like, on their... I know iTunes account or whatever. Um, Harley liked one of my uh, Instagram posts. Um, Excellent. Comments. Comments on one of his posts. But uh, yeah, he interacts with all of his fans. If you follow him on Instagram, he interacts with everyone. Um, seems like a good dude. He's going. He's still going through a lot um, with his anxiety. So that's why I was kind of surprised this is like a live show. Um, but yeah, he seems like a really good dude. Yep. Yeah, he, he he is when he was on the show. He sounded very down to earth. It was amazing. So, yeah, great, great interview. Um, also at CinemaCon, Sony announced the uh, Spider-Man spinoff, Craven the Hunter, will be rated R. And they also revealed that in the movie, the Rhino will be playing as a villain in the movie. Um, there's a scene where Craven, from what I heard, bites an eye out of one of the people in the movie and bites it right out of his socket. I, I can't wait for this. If he does that uh, animalistic uh, type of Craven shit, this is gonna be amazing. And I think this, this is may... uh, much different than the last time you brought up news of Craven the Hunter, where we were both like, "Why, why, why is this even being made?" Because but, uh, it's rated, rated R. R, and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah rated R. Good. It's exactly what Morbi- Mobius Morbius should have been rated R, and I think they're trying to living living the uh, the dream of what they yeah. should have done from the very beginning. Morbius should have like been this. scrapped. For a different script, that's what Morbius should have been. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe I should review that. Give it a nice, uh, give it a nice proper pineapple. We'll do that score. together when we go through at one point. Maybe, uh, maybe in okay. October for Halloween, we'll yeah, do okay. that as one of our uh, rewatches or whatever. We're re-ranking okay. all of the uh, movies. Nothing says scary like Jared Leto as a vampire. Mm. Um, speaking of Morbius, but it's Mobius without the R. Um, Owen Wilson is rumored for a Venom three role, um, um, and there's speculation that 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 character is going to be Mobius M. Mobius from Loki. Um, he's also rumored to be in uh, in uh, Deadpool. So if they're doing this whole multiverse thing, and Venom three is part of that, I'm intrigued. Especially after uh, the the end credit scene of uh, No Way Home, where you see Venom going back to. Uh, Going back to his own world uh, and the Venom symbiotes left on Earth for Tom Holland to eventually find, I uh, would be inter- interested. And of course, last week we mentioned Juno Temple from Ted Lasso has been cast in this as some sort of a symbiote or somebody, a love interest maybe of uh, Tom Hardy. I have no idea. But uh, movie is starting to shape up. Um, Covenant Chaos is going to be a musical starring Catherine Hahn, Kat- Patty Lapone. Um, Aubrey Plaza, a whole bunch of people in it. Um, sequel, of course, to WandaVision. Love musicals, so looking forward to that. Um, it was officially announced that Lila the Otter in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to be played by Linda Cardellini, who was Hawkeye's wife in uh, the MCU already, but she's going to be playing the Otter. 
um, in, in the origin story of Rocket Raccoon. What I hear is a tragic origin story. So yep, we'll have to wait and see next saying. week. Um, and Zosodana confirmed that she's retiring from Marvel after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which has already been said by Dave Batista as well. Um, kind of everybody treating it like the swan song of, of the MCU for them. Um, it probably rightfully so. I, by every by every account that this is a lot of emotion in this movie. I don't know what happens in it. And of course, she already kind of had her swan song in Endgame. And this isn't that same version of Gamora that uh, Star-Lord fell in love with back in Volume 1 and Volume 2. It's a different Gamora. Maybe she goes back into her own world. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. There are, by the way, two post-credit scenes so far um, that were at the premiere last night, I think it was. So um, They also did a little article. Uh, they were talking about how they um, they held up Disney after James Gunn was fired. Um, Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana went behind the scenes, kind of did a little protest, said we're not coming back, which we kind of already speculated had happened. Yep. Unless James Gunn's brought back, and that's exactly what happened. James Gunn came back. Yep. After he directed Suicide Squad, Disney were kind of snakes for that because they passed it off like they didn't know that he tweeted those. And there's okay, there's zero fucking percent that they did not know he tweeted those. They know everything. You, you don't put somebody in charge of a three hundred million dollar film after you include like production costs and advertising if you don't go through their social media. Yeah. So, I mean, fucking YouTube account, YouTubers that have, like, three people on their show research social media backgrounds before they bring somebody on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then Disney came out and they were like, we had no idea. We don't support that type of stuff. And, come on. You knew. But, anyways. Did they know anything I about Jonathan? Guess. Did they know anything about Jonathan Majors and his history? Because a lot of people seem to be coming out of the woodwork with him. I don't think so, because that wasn't, like, a public thing. <laughs> I don't think they could, like... They interviewed his ex-girlfriends, but that's like yeah. a, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that situation because for a while it looked like it was going to be dropped and it just hasn't, so they clearly have some sort of evidence against him. Yeah. Uh, the alleged victim is granted temporary order of protection this week. Um, ahead, of, uh, court, uh, ahead of the court date, it's going to happen on May 9th, a couple weeks from now. Um, yeah, he's he's in a, he's in a, uh, he's in a fight right now, a fight for his career. Mm-hmm. He's got to prove himself. Or he's going to lose everything. He's already lost quite a bit. The Marvel thing would be the last straw. Uh, they'd have to yeah. recast that. That would be a big deal. I mean, yeah, people are like, well, they're not treating Ezra Miller this way. I'm like, have you looked at Ezra Miller's upcoming stuff on IMDb? There is yeah. nothing. Yeah. So, yes, people are treating Ezra the same exact way. Yeah, yeah. And plus, he already had a movie filmed before everything. Yeah, happened, exactly. So. A big box, big box off a blockbuster. They didn't want to can because Michael Keaton's in it, and it's also huge for yeah. what everybody says, so. And finally in news, the frontrunner to play Galactus in the Marvel Studios reboot of Fantastic Four has been revealed. The frontrunner is... Drumroll. Antonio Banderas. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Um, huh. I think it'd be good. Uh, yeah, I, it sounds I think like, it's uh, mostly CGI. Is locked up. It looks like uh, Adam Driver's pretty much locked up as yep. Reed Richards from everything I saw today. That's what that's what it sounds like. So yeah, uh, movie shaping up. Uh, got a couple of years for that. I think I think we're probably gonna get a more uh, a more streamlined timeline later on, maybe this year or the end of next year uh, for the MCU going forward. Because I think a lot of things mm. are gonna be stretched out further and further. 
Um, so yeah. you can do two shows, two movies a year. Rather like than I said, I think I think bucks. that's one of the main reasons why Feige was taken off Star Wars. Is he has to kind of write the ship at Marvel before he can do anything else at this point. Exactly. Yep. And hopefully, Guardians will be one of the movies that makes eight to nine hundred million and gets people back into the MCU. Yep. Um, after this weird phase four that we just saw. Yep. There's some good, some bad. Uh, Shang Chi was good. Black yep. Panther was good. The bus I think Guardians, the Guardians will be good. But yeah, uh, um, that's it for news, and that's it for our show. Next week, the month of May, next week, um, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, big review of the week. I'm going to try this weekend to watch Peter Pan and Wendy. From what I hear, it's kind of a mixed, mixed bag. Um, yeah, we'll it came see. Um, Hollywood Land and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. We p- keep pushing them back. Sometime this summer, we're going to get to those. I'm going to keep putting them on the list. We'll do it on a slow week. Yep. Yeah, we don't have a lot of slow. It's, it's a big movie movie month, so we're going to probably push that back to June. Maybe July. Maybe August. We'll see. Um, Buck Kiss comes out next week on Peacock. Going to watch that. Um, like I mentioned, Fast X comes out on the 19th of May. Going to try to watch those movies. Only seven, so we'll see. Platonic comes out on, uh, on uh, the 24th on Apple TV with Seth Rogen. And Little Mermaid and The Machine come out Memorial Day weekend, which is probably my uh, most anticipated weekend. I think I've already made plans uh, to go to the movies with our buddy Adam and maybe Kate. Oh, nice. And if you, if you're available. So we will see. Hmm. So that is our show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will come back next week with a review to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Cannot wait. We'll talk to everybody then. Peace. Peace.